Thank you for joining us this morning. My name is Stuart Farley, Senior Pastor of Rama Christian Center located on Davis Stewart Road in Lewisburg, West Virginia. Our church is an interdenominational church with a mission to equip and mature believers in order to better build the kingdom of God by offering love, acceptance, and forgiveness to everyone in a broken world. Listen this morning as we bring you the transforming Word of God. I started a series last week, and, you know, I don't mean to be repetitive, but I started back in the fall dealing with what really matters, and I believe everything in the gospel really matters. And, and um, I believe it all matters. There's no question in my mind about that. And as I said last week, as the year was winding down and the new year began, I've, I've been wrestling and dealing with this thing, which, which was words of my father, words of my daddy for years, who would say to me, what are you going to do with what you've got? What are you going to do with what you've got? If you don't know what you've got, you don't know what to do with it. Think about that for a moment. If you don't know what you've got, You don't know what to do with it. So for us to begin understanding and learning what we have in Christ and that we have Christ in us, to me, is extremely important. So many times... We have things and we lose them. We don't know where they are. We forget about them. Some of us have so much stuff you know we're constantly dealing with things here because of all of the facilities that we have and I, I jokingly make the statement, we go buy things that we have because we've put them away and don't remember where we put them. Can't find what we need. And I'll say, I know that we have that. Well, where is it? Oh, somebody borrowed it. And it hasn't been returned. Well, all kinds of things go through my mind. And again, as I as I have gotten into this series and am trying to prepare my heart to say what needs to be said, what's what's really important to me, and I believe what's really important to the Lord is that you get it. If you don't know you have something, but you have it, it's hard to use it. What are you going to do with what you've got? 
What are you going to do with what God has given you? To just rehash a little bit and bring you up to speed to get into today's sermon, I talked last week from Ephesians chapter 8, I mean chapter 2. I began with verse 8. Today I'm probably just going to read verse 10 to begin with, but we, we're talking about created and formed. And Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are His workmanship, notice the terminology, created in Christ Jesus for good works which we should walk in them. You can walk how you want to walk. A lot of people walk doing what they think they should do. But he says, we are created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Then last week I went to Galatians chapter 4 and the 19th verse where the Apostle Paul is making a statement and he says, My little children, my children, for whom I labor in birth again until Christ is formed in you. Now, the analogy that I'm trying to talk about is that we've been created in Christ Jesus, but we're in the process of Christ is formed in you. Now, we went last week to 2 Corinthians 5.17, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. So if anyone is in Christ, we know this, he is a new creation. And the premise that I'm working on and talking about where we have not full knowledge of what's happening and what we've got or what we have, it's possible to be a new creation and the new creation be a part of us and us be a new creature in Christ Jesus, but there's no formation going on of Christ being formed in us. You see, when you are in Christ and you have accepted Christ and you are a new creature in Christ Jesus, it's a finished work. It's a done deal. Heaven is guaranteed. It's not, it's not anything else that you can add to that. It's, it's, a, it's a completed work. It's a finished work. And we are in Christ. And then I went to Romans 8, and I want to go there today, Romans 8, verse 29, where we talk about, and this is kind of really the whole foundation of, of what I've preached for 40, over 40 years when it says, For those for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be, and notice this word, conformed to the image of Christ. In other words, we are created in Christ Jesus, but now... Paul is talking about Christ being formed in, in us and he has predestined us to be conformed to the image. Everybody say image. I know you see I have some mirrors out here and I want to use these mirrors today 
for you to create an image of who you really are. If you don't know you have something, you don't know how to do it or use it. Now, I'm still trying to bring us up to speed from where we were last week. We become a new creation by His death. Okay? Now follow me. When Jesus died... Who died? We died. When he died. Somebody said, well, I didn't need to die. Yeah, you did. Your sin has been paid for and you died with Christ. We become a new creation by his death, but we become a new formation by his life. Now, let me, let me just talk a minute so that, that I can bring you up to speed for you to see what's going on inside of me. By his grace, I am saved. He took my debt, my sin, went to the cross. The object was to pay the debt and the penalty for my sin. I am in Christ. Everybody with me? Had he not been resurrected, I would have no life. I don't have a life because of his death. I have a death because of his death. But I need a life. He was resurrected so that I could have a life. It's his, it's, it's grace that I died with him. It's a gift of God. Nothing I can do. It's happened. I just have to receive that. His life is something that is being formed in us by faith. How many of you understand? Grace and faith go together. One is objective. One is subjective. We don't understand because what happens is most of us in our spiritual journey and most churches and most religions get all hung up on just the subjective side and forget the objective side or they get hung up on the objective side. In other words, it, it, some people receive his grace and become spiritual couch potatoes. It's all done. It's finished. It's completed. I don't have to do anything. I'm saved. That's all there is. And they're finished. The subjective side is he saved you for a purpose and a reason. What are you going to do with this? And then you get people who are all focused on the faith side and they begin to say, well, you know, here's what you got to do and you got to walk this way and you got to believe this and you got to confess this. And if you do this this way and you do it that way. And what happens is they develop faith, but their faith is not in him. Their faith is in their faith. Some of us have been there. What do you mean? Well, you know, I've done everything I know to do. I did it. I believed it. I did what I was supposed to do. I confessed it. I walked in faith. I thought I was going to be healed. I thought I was going to be delivered. I thought this was going to happen. I thought that was happening. And it didn't happen the way I thought it should happen. And we 
don't realize we're having faith in our faith in what we do, not faith in him. Now, in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, Genesis 1, verse 2, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. What did he create? Heavens and the earth. Verse 2. The earth was without form, no formation, and void. Listen to me. It was created, but it had no form. A lot of Christians have been created. There's no formation going on. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Now, created the heavens and the earth. They were both created, but the earth had no form. It was without form. So what are you saying? I'm saying there can be a creation without a formation. Now, I think it's critical that we understand he didn't say the heavens needed to be formed. The earth was without form. Notice in verse 2, he says, darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Now, follow me just a moment. Everybody say identity. Every time in Scripture that face is used, they have apps now, face recognition, where they can put a face and know who you are. Because face in Scripture, face has to do with identity. Always. Face in Scripture, always deals with identity. And here, in this verse, there are two faces. Face of the deep and face of the waters. The first face, the face of the deep, is without form and void. But notice, God's Spirit hovered not over the face of the deep, but God's Spirit hovered over the face of the water. Now follow me. Deep has to do with earth. What are you saying? God didn't move on the face of the earth. He moved on the face of the waters. Watch this. Genesis 1 verse 2. Let me read it to you again. The earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep 
And the Spirit of God hovered over the face of the waters. Now watch. Face, identity. We have been predestined to be conformed to the image of Christ. Face, identity. He's hovering over the face of the waters. Now watch. You can't see your reflection in the earth. But when the waters are calm and you look in the waters, you can see your reflection. God knew what was going to give the earth form was when it could see his reflection not in the face of the earth but in the face of the waters. All the creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Is everybody with me? Am I getting too technical for you? What are you saying? I'm saying God flashed his identity across the waters and seeing that identification, the earth took form. All of this happened before he started speaking. And when he started speaking, let there be light. Then the light came. Darkness had to flee, begin uh, creating and forming things. But it was all about his identity. Now listen to me and hear me say this. You see, there's a mirror. Everybody say mirror. You and I are going to have to decide which image we're looking into in the mirror. Talked a little bit last week about Jacob and Israel. Jacob would look in the mirror and all he could see was Jacob. God would look in the mirror and who did God see? Israel. Everybody with me? If you see your image coming from Jacob, you're seeing what is deep, dark, and without form. That's why Christians who have been created in Christ Jesus make statement like, I'm just a sinner, because they look in the mirror and they see who they were, they don't see who they are. Now follow me, stick with me.
here's, it's, it's remarkable, and I want to emphasize this. If you look in the mirror and you still see Jacob, God will still identify with you. He'll still cut covenant with you. Why? Because you're created. Jacob was created. We read that, Isaiah 43 and 1. Jacob was created. Israel was formed. He'll still identify with that Jacobness. But if you're ready to manifest in the earth what's true in the heavens, you got to quit looking at the face of the deep and start looking at the face of the water. The Spirit of God is hovering over the water. Water and Spirit go together. Are you with me? Everybody with me? Now, let's look at Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5, verse 26. That he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the water by the word. Here's what I'm trying to get you to see. We've got to get our identity from the face of the waters. Are you hearing me? From the face of the waters. The waters that God moved upon. Now listen to me. Two faces. Number one, you got the face of the deep. Earth, earthly. Where was your body made from? The earth. He formed you from the dust of the earth. You came from the earth. Then God from the heavens breathed into you and the Spirit of God came into you and you became a living being when the heavenly part of that took life in the earth. When death happens in the human body, the spirit and the soul, the heavenly steps out of the body. The body goes back to the earth from which it came, but there's a whole new thing there. So you got the face of the deep, and then you've got the face of the waters. Let's go to the book of James, chapter 1. Everybody trucking with me so far? This ain't too deep, is it? You're just wondering where I'm going. Where are you going with this? Well, let's look. James 1, verse 23 says... For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. Just stop right there a moment. If any man is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his face 
in the mirror. Looks like Stuart. Exactly like Stuart. Hmm. That's my natural face in a mirror. Verse 24, watch this. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Who did I see? Stuart. How was Stuart created? Listen to me. He was created in the image and the likeness of God. So if I was created in the image and the likeness of God, I can look in the mirror and I can see Stuart, or I can see the image and the likeness I was created into. Everybody with me? Simple enough? See, if I look in the mirror and I see Stuart, I'm forgetting whose image I was created in. Because the Word says that I was created in the image and the likeness of God. What do you mean? Well, am I looking at a Natural man or a spiritual man? Am I looking at a earthly vessel? Thank you for listening this morning, and we pray something was said that gave you hope and helped you to realize that God loves you and has a plan for you in the kingdom of God. We would love to have you join us for church services on Sunday mornings beginning at 10 a.m. You can tune in live each Sunday on our website, TheRamaLife.com, T-H-E-R-H-E-M-A-L-I-F-E.com, or watch the live stream on our Rama Christian Center Facebook page. One of the best and easiest ways to get our messages each week, as well as be able to watch previous sermons on, our, on your smartphone or tablet, is to go to your app store and type in Rama Christian Center and download the free app. Be sure to turn on notifications to stay up to date with what's going on here at the church. Contact us by visiting or by writing us at 3584 Davis Stewart Road, Lewisburg, West Virginia, 24901. You can also call us at 304-645-6999 or email us at rcc at Thank you.